Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. Well, it's, so it's too late to rescue you. Uh, the, uh, the best wisdom that I can possibly give uh, the best w- wisdom I can possibly give on that subject, nine days, and it's a little late. You should have come to me sooner. Um, the, uh, my wisdom would be uh, you, you have to stay out of the way. Now, and I wish you a very happy marriage, and I'm sure you'll have one. But uh, I'm just telling you, uh, when it comes to marriages, uh, the women lose their mind. Your fiance is going to lose her mind. Your mother-in-law is going to lose her mind. Your mom is going to lose her mind. Several of your sisters and uh, female relatives are going to lose their mind, and um, and that you, they're going to they're going to barrage you with constant questions. What should we wear? And then, uh, which of course my answer was I don't care. And then, uh, what color should the invitations be? I don't care. Uh, what should we have for dessert? I don't care. Should we seat this this way or th- that that way? I don't care. But see, I don't care is not satisfactory at all. And you're going to get caught in a catch-22, and I'm certain that you already have. And that catch-22 is, well, I want you to be a part of this too. Uh, so what color invitations? Um, all right, the blue ones. Well, I kind of like uh, I kind of like the tan ones. Okay, the tan ones then. Oh, you're just saying that because uh, 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 you want this over with. You're not even thinking about it, which is of course true. And then, um, well, uh, uh, what do you want for dessert? I was thinking of strawberry shortcake. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, strawberry shortcake would be good. Well, what about the blueberry pie? Well, I like the blueberry pie. We could have the blueberry pie. Well, I thought you said you wanted the strawberry shortcake. And it's just going to go back and forth, and they're going to play keep away from you until uh, after you're married. So what you need to do is you need to work late hours, work late, be, be very nice and supportive, and um, uh, but, but they're going to play keep away from you, and, and there's no answer you can give that is going to be satisfactory or correct. And if you successfully uh, please a few of them, the others will still be, oh, well, I just don't feel like he's that interested. Yeah, okay, so, so you need to work late, uh, go in the back room and read a lot of books. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you have to go uh, take the groomsmen out so you make sure that they march in just right and they know exactly, you know, these swell outfits that you picked out or whatever, however you're doing it. Um, and in the end, you'll wish you eloped. But um, uh, nevertheless, you need to find, uh, you need to find um, excuses uh, that they'll buy uh, to be as far out of harm's way as you possibly can. and uh, But uh, take comfort in knowing that uh, once the ceremony's over, um, that, uh, you know, life will get progressively better from there, even though there's some adjustment. 
the wit and wisdom of Mike Leach far surpasses maybe anything he ever did on the football field, and that's really saying something because Mike Leach was one of the most innovative and influential head football coaches in the history of college football. With that, we welcome you into Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad, Robbie Falk along with me. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen when they're taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse, Churn and Spoon Ice Cream, Brupolo and Tupelo, Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville. Coach Leach had a, a fantastic rant about coffee uh, right before I think it was the Arkansas game with Cole Kublik. That was always a good one. And uh, – we appreciate you guys uh, checking them out this holiday season. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com if you want to order Strange Brew Coffee for your Christmas stocking. College Corner, CollegeCornerStore.com. Obviously the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for for your family. Uh, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at CollegeCornerStore.com. Restaurant Tyler here in Starkville, the flagship restaurant. Uh, of the state of the city of uh, Starkville, the best restaurant in Starkville, no questions asked. Uh, the best lunch, best meet and meet and two, and of course the best dinner in town as well. And if you wanted to have a good time this Christmas, head over to the guest room, enjoy Miracle Under Main, a uh, winter wonderland in one of Starkville's best uh, kept secrets. Firehouse subs for lunch, always a great idea. Check out the Firehouse subs app, download that today, and get. The reward points that come with ordering your sandwich. Good lunch. Great place to go. Good people. Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Floyd, Madison. That is Firehouse Subs. We got the news this morning, uh, obviously on Tuesday morning, that Coach Mike Leach had indeed passed away from complications due to a uh, heart attack that he suffered at his home on uh, on Sunday. Uh the age of 61, uh, was able to participate in organ donation at uh, UMMC as a final act of charity, as we were told by by the uh, Mississippi State University's, uh, I don't know what his official title is, Robbie, but but the man that who handles all of the, the, the big news from Mississippi State, Sid Salter, um, leads survived by his wife, Sharon, and his uh, four children, three daughters and a son. And just like that, a massive hole is left in the world of college football. Not just Mississippi State either. This is a day, this is a man who was known and loved from coast to coast. I, I even even the people, the teams that he beat, even his biggest rivals today are talking about what a great man and a great coach Mike Leach was. It's it's just hard to fathom. It's hard to fathom just the the sheer reach that he had on college football. It's why he's got to be a college football Hall of Famer. There's no uh, metric that you can possibly use that could measure the impact that he had on the game. No numbers really do him justice. I think that there was a tweet going around. He was a, you know, the, the, I think the, the metric is 60% winning percentage to get in. Yeah. He's at 59.7 or something like that. Right. That that has to be done away with first and foremost, but secondly, there there's really no reason that Mike Leach should be held out of that uh distinction because he you you cannot talk about college football, you cannot talk about 
coaches in college football and teams without somehow tying it to Mike Leach. There might be a few coaches that you can find that don't have some kind of tie to Mike Leach, but the, the, the list of those coaches is starting to dwindle because that's the kind of impact that he's had. When you look at the guys that have coached underneath him, many of which that he saw at an early age could be what they would be and had kind of developed them in their coaching careers, Lincoln Riley's, the, the Dana Holgersons, the Neil Browns, all of those coaches that are, are now doing some pretty big things in college football, they learned under, uh, under Mike Leach. I mean, Lincoln Riley was a player that Mike Leach didn't I, – I don't think he, he thought that Lincoln Riley could be as good of a player as he would be a coach. And uh, a story that I saw today was that, you know, Lincoln Riley – he told Lincoln Riley that he didn't see him, you know, playing for him, but he wanted to be a student assistant coach because he thought he could really – kind of relish in that role. Riley was really upset about that. Ended up coming back, becoming a coach for Mike Leach and the rest is history. There's tons of stories out there that you can see today that show just what kind of a person, what kind of a coach Mike Leach was. And it goes beyond what he's done here at Mississippi State, although in just three short years he made such an impact here too. Yeah. So – the Mike Leach coaching tree is pretty impressive, especially when you look at this this season in college football. And Sonny Dykes is on that tree. He's playing for the national championship. Um, and then Josh Heupel and Lincoln Riley both just missed out on the college football playoff. And those are the two more of, of the Leach disciples. That could have been three guys. Yeah. If they would have handled their business, that could have they, been three be guys in, in the playoff. Yeah. I mean, And then you have a guy like Dave Aranda, who last year won 11 games at Baylor. Yep. And won the Big 12 championship. Um, I mean, just so many guys. And then beyond those who just directly coached for him, everyone cribbed off of him. There's no offense in college football that doesn't take air raid concepts and use them. That or doesn't in the take, NFL. Or in the NFL, yeah. I mean, and Cliff Kingsbury is, is there as well, one of his you know direct, direct lineage there. But – Everybody uses the concepts of the air raid offense. Everybody uses different things from Mike Leach. It, when you talked about you know waiving the requirements for the Hall of Fame, I mean you, you have to look beyond wins and losses with some people, and you know and show the the true the true impact they had, the true you know influence they had on, on the sport of college football. The sport of college football looks totally different today than it did before Mike Leach became a a, a part of it, before 1996-97. I mean, when you think about what college football was in the 90s, it was three yards in a cloud of dust. It was running the football, field position, play defense. And Mike Leach and his his, his crew kind of you know flipped that on its head and said, no, we're going to throw the ball 50-60. I mean, nobody threw the ball 50-60 times a game. Mm-hmm. He had some programs that threw it 50-60 times a season. Yeah. You know? And he changed all of that. Um, I don't know, and maybe it's because it is a process to implement his offense. You know, and Mississippi State was still very much in that process, even into this season. But I don't, I don't know that his legacy at Mississippi State is as great as it was at Washington State and Texas Tech. But Mississippi State is part of the story of one of the greatest college football coaches that, that ever, to ever lived. Well, and, you know, he 
uh, finds his you know final resting place in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's going to be buried. I would imagine somewhere close to his original home. But he passed away in the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, this this entire health event, um, I would call it, happened in Starkville, Mississippi. He will forever be tied to this state and to this city and to Mississippi State University. And like you said, I mean, he he didn't win any championships here. He didn't win coach of the year here or anything like that. But he was keeping Mississippi State steadily in the, I guess, in, in good standing. And that's what he did everywhere he went. You never saw a Mike Leach program turning into disaster. It might start off a little rocky. He always seemed to steady the ship. He always seemed to get the program playing great football. And that's what we saw at Mississippi State. You go from four wins to seven to eight. Got a chance to win nine games this year. And it's just, uh, you know, I feel like he has left his legacy in in a good way here at Mississippi State. Had a winning record, and he was... Steadily building, mm-hmm. and I th- I think that he could have done big things here. I really do. I, I think that there was a lot left in the tank for him. I didn't believe any of the right. information out there that this was it for him. I I firmly believe that he was ready for a, a longer run than what he had, and um, just a, a football guy through and through, respected among every. But I don't not know a football sing- guy. Really was at the same time. He was he it was it was a strange dynamic. Yeah. You know, he was he was a football guy. At the same time, when he walked into a room, he didn't want to talk about football. Right. He wanted to talk about everything other than football. But uh just, you know, a guy that that really and to your point, was a rugby player, wasn't a college football player, one of the few guys in college football that became a coach on this level having not played the sport. In college, um, he just fell in love with it at BYU and um, could have done anything that he wanted to in just about any field. Uh, could have been a lawyer, could have been heck, could have been a preacher, probably the way he likes to talk. I don't know, he could have done whatever he wanted to. A professor, he chose football because he fell in love with it. He fell in love with coaching, he fell in love in, with developing young men and, um, and young coaches. And I don't think there's a a single coach in America that could say a bad word about him. And that's that's been the case all day. I mean, yeah. the, the tributes are, are flowing in. It's really unbelievable. I, you know, I don't think we fully grasped just how beloved he is in the college football world until all of the stuff started to kind of transpire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we just we couldn't really we knew that he was a. a you know, big time figure in the sport, but until you start seeing the names coming out, yeah. Nick Saban releasing statements. Uh, you know, Lane Kiffin came out with a really touching statement as well. Everybody has has given their thoughts towards Leach and his family. I mean, it's just it's really remarkable. Have you given any thought? I have. I have given thought to this. Like, what that first game is going to be like next year? I, I don't know. I, I mean, that's I don't be, know what. <laughs> I assume I mean, a massive tribute will be done, and well, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, where does Mississippi State go? I mean, there's there is no blueprint for this, Brian. There there is no, 
There's there's nothing that we've seen like this. There there have been we've found coaches that have passed away on the job, but in this era of football, this has never happened. And on top of that, Mississippi State doesn't have an an athletic director at this point. Right. So you're looking at an unprecedented situation in sports, mm-hmm. much less Mississippi State or college sports. Mississippi State is a week before signing day. Their coach has just passed away. We don't know what they're going to do with the coaching situation. We don't know what they're going to do with the AD. I don't know what anything looks like beyond today. I, I really don't. I, I don't know what Mississippi State does. Ross Dellinger reported earlier that the AD search is on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are concerned about that, but put yourself in Mark Keenum's shoes right now. You're preparing um, a memorial, or I, I don't know what they have prepared here. They're dealing with the loss of a, a tremendous individual, a tremendous part of this athletic department, and they're still thinking through some things as well. I mean, think about the stuff that happened during COVID. We had no idea what to do. Right. That's kind of where Mississippi State is at this point. And you mentioned, you know, a memorial. I mean, this is not going to be your normal memorial. No. You know, State did one, you know, has, has had to do these in the past for players and stuff, and obviously a lot of local interest. This is one that will have national interest. Yeah. This is one where, you know, if they'll, they'll do something at the hump, I guess, but even with the hump under construction, and I, I don't know how that's going to work. You know, it's not it's not built. And how do you how do you – know how many people are going to show up for this exactly i mean i mean there there are people i don't know if if you've noticed this but there are people from texas tech washington state that have followed mike mm-hmm. leach everywhere he's gone they are mike leach literal disciples you might like they you, they will follow him anywhere if they, they went have, to alaska they would follow him my my guess is and this is just a guess that that they'll have a public ceremony and then they will have a private funeral. Yeah. And that public ceremony, I mean, you talk about a who's who of college football will be in attendance. And, I, I mean, if that's here, it could be here in Starkville. We could have a day in the, in the coming weeks where Nick Saban and Kirby Smart and Lane Kiffin and Lincoln Riley and, and all the top coaches from across the country are here for a day. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're dealing with college football royalty. Yeah. And you think about, you know, what we've seen from from figures like that, it could be very similar, and so I, you know, we're we haven't been given details. I'm sure that's being planned out right now, but I can't imagine Mississippi State not doing something really special to uh, memorialize him in this situation that's happened. I mean, it's just a uh, it's it's incredibly tragic. Um, I feel for for Mike and his family obviously and he's going to be greatly missed the sport is going to miss him but society's going to miss him because he's a he's a person that was unabashed unashamed did not care what anybody thought of anything he said to his fault at times mm-hmm. but th- those kind of people are, are no longer around that much that 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 is a um, that that's that's something that's just not around that much. And Mike Leach was one of the final guys that just did not give a crap. Yeah, what you thought or what anybody thought about what he said, and that's a special trait at this point. Yeah, I feel like we've done the same show for three days in a row here. You know, I I feel like we're running out of things to say. And I mean, as I record here, 
I'm still I got three hours more to go. Yeah. Um, if you miss Sports Talk Mississippi on uh, Tuesday, uh, Dr. Mark Keenum is going to join us at the top of the four o'clock hour. So you can obviously go back and find that on the podcast. Uh, I'm sure that that will be a uh, an emotional interview. Uh, but we also hopeful to get some information to find out what, what Robbie was just talking about about. You know, what does the future look like? You know, how do you continue your athletic director search? You know, how do you begin your, your search for a head football coach? So that's a, a very delicate subject, obviously, but one that I feel like we need, to, you know, maybe just to get some sort of answer from. So I'm looking forward to talking to Dr. Keenum along with Richard and Michael uh, a little later this day. And like I said, you, you can catch that on the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast. Uh, also, we'll talk to Ross Dellinger, who uh, knew Leach, spent time away from the field with him. Uh, had some some good stories to to share with us as well. So hopefully you'll go back and find those uh, those two uh, interviews. But man, I've I, you said it earlier. You've done a, a spot already, or you've got one coming up. I've done three today, and I I I, I have to keep reliving everything. That's that's what's happening to me right now. It's like so tell us, and it's like I'm telling the same story to a different audience over and over again, and it's just it's wearing on me a little bit. I won't I won't lie to you. It's very. Taxing, and I, I don't, I don't mean to make it about us. It's not no, about no, us no, at all. No, no, but it's just like, you know, it's it's the phone calls that we've gotten over the last two days, the texts, the tweets, you know, people just asking for information, and it's just, it's the whole situation is just unbelievable, and it's something that you know we've we've seen this. A lot of times at Mississippi State, I, I don't know what it is, but there's been several players that have died on campus. This has been a not tough on year. campus, but while they were here, you know, yeah, this year Dave Nickel mm-hmm. passes away, Sam Westmoreland passes away, a player. It's just, you know, it's just it's something that really wears on on a fan base and on uh, a lot of people around Mississippi State. And like I said earlier today. Mississippi State does a really good job rallying around each other through these times, and they will come back stronger from this. Uh, the fan base will come back stronger. One thing that I, I think would be a great tribute to Mike Leach and to the players as well is get in the car and go to Tampa. Yeah. Get, get behind this team, man. The team, the staff, they need you right now. Mm-hmm. They have lost their leader. The guy that that has been there through through thick and thin. I mean, a lot of these coaches have never been in that situation before that they're in right now. Zach Arnett is running the program. He's never done this in his life. These players don't know what the future holds for them. A lot of these recruits don't know it. The best thing that I feel like this fan base can do is to just get behind this team, be in Tampa, support them, and – Go win a football game for Mike Leach. Yeah. Because just like you said the other day, he would want that team to be on the field. And it, it, it personifies what Mike Leach was all about, what swing your sword's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, playing this football game and um, going out there and for three hours just playing football. Um, but I, I think right now, more than anything, the staff and these players, they need the support of the fan base uh, moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I do wonder if uh, state will see a a push for bowl tickets now. You know, to, to honor this team and to, to honor Mike Leach. I, I assume I was told 
because I was, I was looking for something for a sponsor that we Mississippi State is the visiting team, which is I, almost a shame. I wish they would you know maybe wear the black uniforms or something. Yeah, something like that, or maybe they can work something out with Illinois to to do that if if they want to do. I, I'm, I'm sure Illinois would be willing to to do a tribute along with them, something like that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Obviously, like Robbie said, as details are passed along by the university regarding potential arrangements, uh, potential donations being made in Coach Leach's name to anything like that. I know there's been some grassroots stuff happening in terms of possible donations to charity, possible donations to the Bulldog Initiative in in Leach's name. As information comes on that, Robbie and I will get that out to you uh, as quickly as possible. And then, uh, you know, we have to get back to the business of Mississippi State at some point. You know, you look at uh, tonight as you're listening, Mississippi State will be playing basketball uh, in Jackson at the uh, the Mississippi Coliseum against Jackson State, looking to go 10-0 and on the season. Uh, we're a week I'll be away. down there yeah. tomorrow. So. week away from National Signing Day, as you mentioned, you know, and, and I have no idea how that's going to work for Mississippi State. I mean, does it, do people sign on and just sort of hope for the best as far as a coach? Or, or 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 what you know? Somebody everything like Chris- is just up in the air right now, man. I mean, yeah. I, they, I don't think in, anybody knows what to do. I mean, <clears throat> you have this, you have this, the rest of the staff intact, and a lot of times the assistant coaches are the ones who get recruits, right? I mean, let's be honest, um, and that's not to diminish what what Leach did, and overall, it's his program, but the assistants are the ones that are tasked with putting in the work on the roads the most and on the phone. So that's another thing. This staff is working its tail off to keep everything together at this point. Right. Um, they've worked extremely hard behind the scenes, and they're going to have to convince 20-something kids to come to Mississippi State without its head coach. Yeah. I think I, – I just – I've been thinking about this – for the last couple of days, mm-hmm. just because it's it's natural at this point, but I I think the the only way to keep everything together at this point mm-hmm. is to keep the staff together. Yeah, I just I it, like I said earlier that this is unprecedented. We can't compare this to any other time in the history of football. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you're talking about. You, you barely have um, time to, to to hire anybody right now. And if you do, you're talking about less than a week that a coach is on the job trying to keep a class together. And then you lose your staff or something like that, those guys are, are out of here. Right. And you're probably going to lose some guys on the roster too. Yeah. So it's just at the point now where I, I think the only way out of this for this year or for moving into next year is to – Probably just let Zach Arnett head things and keep the staff intact. Maybe hire an offense. Uh, not maybe. I think they definitely need to hire an offensive coordinator. Well, that's really the thing. If you, if you move Arnett up, it gives you a spot yes. on the assistant staff. So do you hire? What I would do is I would promote Matt Brock to the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I would bring in a really good offensive coordinator. Maybe maybe Seth Luttrell. That's He's a name that's been thrown around, yeah. Uh, Zach Kitley, who's, who These are two air raid mm-hmm. type coaches with a little bit different twist but you're not going to change a whole lot of things up i would move drew hollingshead to a quarterback's coach because you're gonna need a quarterback's yeah, yeah, coach. coach yeah and um you know we'll we'll see from there but 
it, there's going to be some tough decisions having to be made here. And you, again, you do not have an athletic director. Yeah. And it doesn't look like they're in a, a huge hurry to make that hire. Ross Dellinger reported that earlier. They're going to delay that. So this is a very unprecedented time for Mississippi State. And either they're going to come out of it stronger or it's going to blow up. And I, I'm hopeful that it's the stronger option. Um, going to. This you know again you know Robbie and I we always try to take this platform and not try to preach or anything like that but if there was ever a time for you as a fan to give as much support to Mississippi State as you can from a financial standpoint be it the Bulldog Club or the Bulldog Initiative this would be that time yeah because they 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 need some solid foundation to build off of right now because right now everything's just kind of in disarray and so. again I mean like. Just, very, um, you know, back to that same conversation about you know Arnett and those guys. They've done nothing wrong here. Yeah, the team has improved every year. Yeah, the coach just passed away. Nobody can control that. They've done nothing to deserve to be pushed out of the way. No, I agree. I, I think it's I think it's probably the right thing to do for for these coaches and for the players and for Mississippi State right now for stability to just keep it keep things how they are uh, as much as you possibly can. See how it goes. If it doesn't work out, then you make a decision in a year. But I think the best thing to do for this program right now is to probably keep things how how they are um, and try to keep this roster intact as much as you possibly can. I agree. I agree. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. All right. I'm hopeful that tomorrow we can get back to the business of sports a little bit. It's been a tough. Obviously, we'll have to continue to talk about this as details come out about the arrangements and everything. But we 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 may need to dive into recruiting a little bit tomorrow. Uh, State picked up another commitment yesterday, which is incredible. With all this going on, that they got a commitment uh, from a transfer, uh, the famous Radar Jones, Radarius Jones from uh, from from Horn Lake, uh, who was part of that. Massive 2019 class a few years ago. Teammates with Nicobe Dean, and uh, he's now going to be a Bulldog. So we'll, you know, I'm not going to play the Cruton song today, but we'll do it tomorrow. We'll try to get back to normal tomorrow. We'll also hear from future Brian tomorrow because we'll have MSU basketball to recap uh, on that show as well. All right, guys, have a great uh, Wednesday, and Robbie, 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 and I will be back with you on for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.